0: Welcome back to One Conversation, the podcast where we believe one conversation can change a life. We've talked about unhealthy relationships and healthy relationships with partners, but today we will be discussing what makes a friendship toxic or unhealthy um, and what we can do if we find ourselves in a toxic friendship.
1: Yes, and I think we are all aware of how important friendships are in our lives. We talk about this with our youth, and it's really crucial to have these kinds of conversations with them, right? Most often, often youth reach out to their friends for help before reaching out to an adult like us. So we see youth who lean on their friends for support, guidance, and even as a model for how they should look, act, or behave. But it is just as important
2: to have these conversations with adults and as adults as well. Absolutely. I think this is such an important conversation for really anyone, right? And there's um, an old common saying that who you surround yourself with, you will become. And I've heard that kind of time and time again. And I so believe that to be true, right? Like really who you bring in close to your life, um, you know, the people that make the most impact on you, um, yeah, of course, they're going to have an effect on who you are so how we choose our friends is really important for our own self and well-being Uh, it can be really hard to recognize unhealthy friendship signs because this is something that we don't hear about or talk about too often and so today we're going to be discussing 12 different signs of a toxic friendship and also some considerations of how to navigate the situation if you find yourself in an unhealthy friendship so let's start it up with number one Number one sign that you are possibly in an unhealthy friendship or a toxic friendship is that they don't respect your boundaries. And boundaries is a word we have echoed through this podcast so many times. We have a full episode on it if um, any of our listeners would like to go back and really you know, take a deep dive into that conversation. But this is so important, and especially in youth friendships. Because maybe as youth, right, maybe their friends are going to pressure them into drinking or, you know, doing drugs that they're not interested in doing, or maybe even making them feel guilty for not being comfortable for wanting to go along with something that they're doing, right? So this could, you know, get that person in trouble or just really affect who they are and their self image, right? Just partaking in stuff that they're just kind of being pressured into. And so pushing past someone's boundaries, it's a really critical piece to examine in any relationship right whether that be a friendship a familial relationship or intimate partner but of course you know there's going to be times too where healthy friendships maybe they're going to have moments right where that person's trying to push you past kind of your comfort zone a little bit right and maybe this isn't a way that they're trying to you know help you grow right or help you kind of step out of your comfort zone but to really distinguish between healthy and toxic kind of push outside of that comfort zone just think about the last few times that maybe you were pushed or even guided in a direction that you didn't really choose for yourself right so be self-reflective of the outcomes of those situations and how they affected you or made you feel because a lot of the time too healthy friends will really know the difference between that comfort zone push and violating your boundaries and that's really important to keep in mind
0: And then so that kind of leads us to the second um, warning sign of a toxic friendship is uh, your trust. Um, You may not have trust in that friend. You may think that their advice isn't supportive of what you're doing or your decisions. And this friend may constantly maybe put you down on whatever you decide to do. So that trust isn't there. Or when you guys make plans, maybe they either break the plans or they break the promises uh, Mm -hmm. without like a legitimate reason to just kind of breaking off things that you guys have, ending up, you know, flaking out on you last minute can kind of, you know, hinder that trust in that friend.
1: Definitely. I think that's an important one. And our third warning sign is they bring out your worst traits, right? And I want to say that typically you may see this um, or you may recognize this if you feel like you don't like who you are with a specific group of friends or with a specific person. Perhaps these friends really encourage gossiping, shaming, or other unhealthy behaviors, especially for young people, they can get caught up in trying to belong to a group that sometimes it is hard to self-recognize, especially if they feel like they have to change who they really are to kind of fit in. A good framework for recognizing if these behaviors benefit you is to see if these behaviors affect family or older friendships you have, right? Especially those mm. childhood friendships. Um, I feel yeah. like they tend to really know who you are as a person. Of course, of course, you're constantly evolving, right, and changing, and hopefully um, improving, right? But if you feel like some of those people that really know who you are are telling you or recognizing that there is a change in you, right, and and not the best positive way, that could be a big sign, right? Um, also if, you know, your friendships get offended, some of your longer friendships get offended by this new sarcastic way you joke around with them, um, or if your family reacts or not do not agree with the choices your friends encourage you to make it's really important to kind of take notice of that right and recognize that something may not be right or that maybe you know this group of friends may not be a reflection of who you are or who you are trying
2: to be absolutely or just they may not be the best most uh kind of loving fit for you as friends right or the people that are really going to encourage you to be your best self right especially if yeah you notice some of those other relationships you've had in your life are kind of you know, offended or maybe kind of wondering like wow like since when do you act like this right so yeah definitely something so important to keep in mind so next on the list number four you dread checking your phone I will say I have been there um, unfortunately this has been more than once um, I've had a few unhealthy friendships throughout my life, right, some toxic friendships. And yeah, that was such a big one for me. I just remember like the anxiety I would get as soon as I heard that specific text come in, I'd be like, oh, like, what do they want from me now? Right. And just thinking about that, right? Like if, you know, this person kind of contacting you seems to trigger you in a way or give you anxiety something kind of to keep in mind for yourself, right? Something to maybe explore a little bit as to, like, why am I getting this anxiety or why am I feeling so triggered, right? When I just hear my phone go off. Um, And so it's super important, right? Um, You know, if it's not in your boundaries, then you really have to kind of acknowledge that for yourself uh, because people can also be kind of really manipulative right and the one friendship that I had um, you know again same thing right The, the text would go off I'd be like oh my gosh like what do they want and you know maybe if I couldn't show up for them at that exact time or do something that was just outside of my boundaries for them you know this person was pretty manipulative and really good at making me feel bad if I kind of didn't like bend to her will right if I wasn't like there the drop of a dime or couldn't show up exactly when or how she needed me to if that's just if it wasn't possible for me. Um, and so, yeah, it was met with a lot of passive aggressive comments, kind of cold treatment, right. Or really making it feel like I was a really bad friend a lot of the time. Right. And so this is a really big one to recognize. Um, you know, do you feel that way when your phone goes off? Do you feel stress and, and pressure to respond even when you're trying your best, I think is something really important to
0: keep in mind. And then our number five, which is you don't enjoy spending time with them. And I feel like when you're, selecting your friends it should be a time when you're happy when you enjoy um being with that person and you're just having a fun time but if you're just too worried with you know kind of like walking on eggshells am i doing this right am i is she Mm -hmm. gonna is this person gonna be upset uh, with if if we, if I don't want to do what she wants to do, then you know that's important to kind of take into consideration because at one point it, the friendship does become a little draining where you're not having a good time. You're just have you're just spending that time worrying about how that person's going to react or if that person's going to be upset during that time that you have with your friend. And if you're selecting people to hang out, it's to have a good time and to in a way be fulfilled with you know what you're doing in that moment.
1: Absolutely. And I think this is something that we've talked about in regards to unhealthy relationships, right? Where it's like, hey, that's a clear sign that something may not be right if you feel like you can't enjoy your time with someone, or if you're feeling like you can't really be yourself, or you're walking on eggshells. Like, that's a clear yeah. sign that something's going on, and it may be an unhealthy relationship. And it definitely, um, you know, is the same thing with toxic friendships. So, the next sign, which is number six is you don't like yourself when you are with them, right? And so um, this may cause you to not want to spend time with them, right? Or this may cause you to try to avoid being around them, right? Um, Maybe you start noticing that some of their toxic traits seem to rub off on you when you're around them or you seem to possibly be very similar um, behavior wise when you're just around them right and if you feel like you have to change yourself to hang out with them or hang out with someone it is important to ask yourself if those changes are for your own benefit or if it's something outside of your boundaries right or something that is not you and I think that's something so important to be mindful of and this doesn't just happen in youth friendships right this happens in adult friendships where sometimes you start realizing that you're around someone so much and although you may not agree with some of the things that they do that you feel like you disagree with or goes against you know your values or how you want to treat people but because you're around them so much sometimes they tend to rub off on you right and so um sometimes I find myself asking myself that question where I'm like you know, it's really, really important to know that the people around you can really affect you in such a positive or negative way. Um, and so, I really love the quote that Lisa quoted. You know, at the very beginning of our episode, which is, "Who you surround yourself with, you will become." And I feel like this specific warning sign
2: just really speaks to that. Yeah, absolutely. And just thinking about right moments of you know, if you don't like yourself when you're with them you're trying to avoid hanging out and then you know you're making up excuses maybe you're starting to kind of like lie as the reasons why you can't spend time with them right and just thinking about like You know every every friendship whether it's a healthy one or not they're gonna take work right all relationships are work but at the same time if it's starting to feel just so draining or if it's really feeling like it's putting you in a much worse place um, than you would normally be right or then you know or more um, worse than you would typically feel about yourself yeah that's just so important to really keep in mind and so number seven uh, you're giving more than you're getting and this is another one that I definitely relate to. Um, I I just have a huge tendency in my relationships to just give and give and give. It's just, I think always been the kind of person I am and, you know, regardless, right? Because we all have, again, our own boundaries that we just keeps coming up throughout the episode. We all have our own boundaries. We all have ways that we can give and that we're available to give, right? And in all the ways in my boundaries that I'm available to give, like I'm always, Always doing that so in my healthy friendships um, you know this is reciprocated right in the ways that my friends can show up for me as well Um, and you know they have their own way of giving back their own way of supporting me when I need that but in you know a few of my past toxic friendships uh, it really felt like almost I was playing this role like sometimes like an on-call therapist, right? So I wasn't really receiving any of that support back or able to really reach out to them or even sometimes comfortable reaching out to them or talking to them about things, which I think right there is another big red flag, right? Like, I don't know if I, going back to what we mentioned before, right? I don't trust this person with this information or maybe how they'll judge me or whatever, right? How they'll treat me if they know this. But yeah, it was like I was always available to kind of have those conversations, support them and I was not getting that in return, whether they kind of didn't provide that space for me or again, if I just wasn't comfortable, right, kind of opening up to them Um, and so I mean, in a lot of ways, just thinking about that, right? If you're really giving more than you're getting, again, relationships are going to be work, but it should be uh, balanced in a lot of ways, right? We should definitely have times and maybe we go through something, right? Like I've definitely had moments with my friends where, yeah, like one of us is just kind of going through something heavy. So of course in that time, like, you know, maybe we're really giving towards that person. But of course, at the end of the day, right? If I need that support, no matter where they're at, they're gonna try their best, right? Or maybe in that, you know, next week from now, I'm going through something, they'll jump right on to kind of play that role back for me. And so Mm -hmm. really thinking about that, right? And again, not just in youth relationships, especially in adult relationships, right? When we could really kind of lean into our friends and and lean into that support as we are navigating life into adulthood, right? And so definitely a really big one to consider.
1: Absolutely, and I thank you, Lisa, for really speaking to this one because I definitely feel like I've experienced this more than um, I should have in a lot of friendships, and it's not something easy to recognize and really kind of take in and process at times, right, especially if you feel like in specific friendships, there's that double standard, right, where you have to be there unconditionally, right, and it's kind of demanded in regards to the support that you have to provide, but when it comes to, you know, having them support you through whatever you're experiencing and you're not getting that support, you start realizing that a relationship, that friendship, you know, may be um, a double standard friendship, right, and it's something Mm -hmm. that sometimes can be really difficult to process, but again you know if you're feeling exhausted in a friendship or you're feeling like you're the one that's constantly having to do the work and you're the one that's constantly compromising that is a clear sign that that relationship that friendship may not be a healthy one and it may be a toxic one right and again it's sometimes difficult to process that or recognize that or just come into terms with it right especially if it's a friendship that you've had for years and you've kind of allowed this behavior to go on, right? Because you really Mm -hmm. care about that person. Or like Lisa mentioned, you may be a person that is very giving or the caretaker, right? Um, Because I'm the exact same way. I tend to be such a giving person or tend to be the caretaker or the go-to person for a lot of people. But it's also very important that you respect yourself and you respect your boundaries as well. And that you hold those, you know, up in regards to holding those accountable um, in a friendship in regards to them being able to provide you with that support as well and what you need right and if they're unable to give you that then that's kind of when you have to recognize that that friendship may not be the friendship that you want or need in your life
0: and kind of just adding on a little bit to that it's just if you don't support them you kind of feel guilty too so it's kind of hard Mm -hmm. to kind of change your mindset into like even though you know that they're not supporting you you feel guilty because you're not being, you're, it seems like you feel like you're being a bad friend by not supporting them. Right. When, you know, like you said, you know, it, a relationship is, is challenging. It's not going to be easy, but it should somewhat, like you said, be balanced and it should go both ways. Mm-hmm. Um, so, moving on to number eight would be, you know, they trash talk or gossip about you. So, there's a sort of a spectrum on talking behind someone's back because there are things that can be said that are out of concern or that they're you know kind of worried about you so there's different there's two different types so that one when somebody when a friend is concerned about you that statement can kind of look like um you know i'm concerned for her that person she's started dating is a little aggressive and i think we should do something about it so they're talking behind her back because they're worried about it and that's out of caring it's i call it noble intent you know you're not coming out Mm -hmm. of a place to harm that individual it's not with judgment it's just you're just worried about your friend and i feel like that that's what it takes to be a good friend it's just kind of having that worry and that empathy for that person but then on the flip side there's also statements like you know she's always picking the dumbest people to date she isn't smart when it comes down to relationships right Mm. there it comes that judgment you know like they're calling her dumb you know they're they're not really concerned for her well-being. They're just kind of talking bad about her with that judgment. So I think it's important to kind of know that, you know, if you know that these people are maybe talking behind your back and it's not in a in a for a good intent, then maybe you should consider that friendship to be toxic or unhealthy.
2: I love you mentioning intent because that's so important and that's been a thing we echo a lot on this podcast Right, talking about um, abuse or you know things like that it's all done with intention and so yeah really kind of framing that here right like what is the intent behind you know possibly those conversations that they're having are they trying to kind of like rally for support right or you know like maybe initiate like coming to you and having a conversation with you if they see something in your life that they don't think is healthy or best for you or do you really feel like that intent is to kind of just gossip right or just kind of say nasty things that's super important to keep in mind is that intent
1: absolutely yeah, and I think just knowing the purpose of why you're speaking about someone if it's to help them if it's to get them more support or help or if it's just to be mean or say something in regards to retaliation, right? Or um, in regards to making them look bad in front of somebody else or belittling them. So I think that's something that you should all take into account when you're speaking of someone. So next up, we have um, number nine, which is you compete with them or feel like you are in competition with their other friends and so you know it's important to know that a little competition between friends isn't always a bad thing right especially if it's sports related or you're just playing something or having a little bit of fun without it really hurting someone but if you feel like you are struggling to keep up with a toxic friend or you just can't compare to the other cooler friends they have, then this can drag you down and make you feel not good enough, right? Um, and so again, you know, if you're feeling like you're having to change who you are and do something that is kind of out of character um, just to fit in or just to feel like you are on the same level as them, then, you know, that's a clear sign Um that something's not right and so in a friendship you should feel like you are being supported and that your friends want what's best for you and that should be vice versa right Um, so if you are feeling challenged or not good enough all the time this is something that is important for you to recognize also I think it's really important to recognize that I feel like when someone is feeling this way, it's because they're, one, they're either not feeling supported or not feeling like they are really being welcomed or really liked or loved for who they are, right? And yeah. so I feel like this always kind of gives me that red flag, like someone's not feeling supported enough or they feel like they may not be good enough to hang out or be who they really are be themselves. And so, you know, maybe you do have a friend that... Is making you feel this way, right? Or vice versa. A friend that feels like they're not good enough or they're not on the same level as you. I feel like a deeper conversation needs to be had in regards to why they're feeling that way and what's kind of going on, right? Because it may be something internal that that is causing this issue, that is causing them to feel this way. But regardless, we know that this is a
2: sign that this may be a toxic friendship. Totally. Because I think really thinking about that, right? If you just don't feel good enough and we've talked so many times right especially in um, our conversations on intimate partner violence talking about you know if you think and feel that or hear that enough like you'll really start to take that on. Mm -hmm. you'll really start to not feel good enough. You'll you'll lose a lot of that confidence. And yeah, your friendships and these are voluntary relationships, right? We really get to choose these relationships for ourselves. So really important to think about, you know, you have the ability to choose that. If someone does not make you feel like you can be who you are or just loved and Mm -hmm. celebrated, you know, even sometimes despite some of your quirks, right, or for those quirks about you, then you should really do some self-reflection right because we all really deserve to feel loved and supported for who we are right absolutely yeah and i think it's important to highlight because i i read this once in a quote but it's
1: like love is not jealous right and i think that really Mm -hmm. applies to friendships as well and so if you're constantly having someone that is comparing themselves constantly with you or if you feel like you can't even get um, a better job or get a better opportunity without them comparing themselves or feeling like they should have had the same opportunity or that was not fair or, you know, kind of taking that light away from you. Um, again, that can be also another warning sign, right? Especially if they're feeling like they constantly yeah. have to be competitive or they can't be happy for what you've done um, and, you know, what you're succeeding in. And so that is something that you can possibly see kind of under this specific warning sign for adults like if you feel like you just got a new job and you're super excited about it and instead of your friend being happy for you they are jealous or upset or they feel like they could have gotten that same job or they should have gotten that job if they applied it's also a sign
2: that you know this friendship may not be the healthiest friendship absolutely and i'm so happy you bring that up because um, yeah that's just that's such a toxic thing to think about right if every every single time you know you bring something to your friend you're excited about something something's going good if they want to tear you down or just be like well i could have done it better right just think about going back to that intention right like what is their intention behind not just being able to celebrate something with a friend of theirs right and something that they yeah feel really positive about or something that they accomplished and so moving on to number 10 you are embarrassed by their behavior towards others and this one is super important right kind of going back to that who you surround yourself with you become if you really start to recognize that you're upset or really embarrassed with how your friends treat other people this is a a pretty significant red flag right that this relationship may not be the best fit for you and I want to kind of mention another statement that I heard recently and I loved it so much and I think it speaks to I mean any kind of you know chosen relationship whether it's intimate partner or friendships but a history with someone does not mean a future right and so maybe you have friendships that are long-lasting right and maybe over time you know maybe some of these things like you know being embarrassed by how they speak to other people how they treat other people or how they treat and speak to you right if these things start to really come up you know maybe you're feeling really challenged like oh but I've known this person so long like I've been friends with them since this grade or I've been you know for this amount of years just because you have that history doesn't always necessarily mean you have to have that feature with them as well right and so yeah especially if this is something maybe that you have grown out of right or that toxic friend has kind of grown into more and more doing you know these kind of actions or behaviors you're just not comfortable with um then it's just really important that you recognize that right especially if they're rude or maybe inconsiderate to you know other people and other relationships in your life right your friendships shouldn't cost you other relationships, right? You shouldn't lose friends because you're friends with this person or, you know, getting upset with family because you have this certain friend that's just kind of always showing this bad side of you or just doing these actions and behaviors that you're just not proud of. And so I think um, you know, especially with youth, but even in adulthood, right? I think that's a super important one to keep in mind.
0: And then I feel like number 11 kind of ties in with what you were saying, you know the embarrassing behaviors because then you have to kind of excuse those behaviors to like mm. other friend, other family um just always having to you know make an excuse for them like they're going through a rough patch or there's something going on in their lives um and i feel like that just kind of gets it gets kind of draining at one point because it's kind of yeah. hard to balance you know having to make up all these excuses with everybody else when you know in reality it's just this person just doing these behaviors that are just you know embarrassing and they sh- makes it harder and it makes it make i think it creates a strain on their friendship Are totally. you focused on creating excuses instead of enjoying that time that you have with that person and that's kind of hard because sometimes you know you may have two friend groups that maybe don't get along and stuff um, right. and i've had it in the past where when i'm with my main friend group they're okay with me talking to other people but when when i'm with the other person it has to be more of me making up excuses like oh well i'm not going to hang out with them or i'm not going to do this or i'm not talking to them as much or i'm always making up excuses which is it kind of makes you feel like you're walking on the eggshells at one point and it's just it's not yeah. a good feeling to have to kind of hide what you're doing because you're not doing anything bad but it makes you feel like you are like you're being a bad friend
2: right
1: Yes, I definitely agree. And I've been there as well where I have caught myself making excuses for someone. And then I'm like, wait, no, but that's not okay. (laughs) Like everyone's going through something, right? And we all can find an excuse on why we can be unkind or we can do something that is not okay. But in reality, there's no excuse for it, right? And so um, I think it's really important to highlight that and know, too, that part of you being a good friend is not excusing you know, behaviors that are unhealthy, you know, um, that your friends may be doing, right? And so a good friend is a friend that could tell somebody, like, that was not okay, you know, like, I know you're going through a lot, but that was not okay, and I know that it's unlike you, right, and kind of highlighting that behavior instead of you being like, yeah, that's okay, you know, you're just going through a lot, Um, and so I think sometimes, you know, that's also part of being a good friend and being in a healthy friendship, but I have definitely got myself sometimes making excuses for friends, and I'm just Mm -hmm. like, Wait, wait a minute. That's not okay. Or yeah, like Miguel mentioned, sometimes you have two friends that may not get along, right? Or two friend groups that don't get along. And, you know, one's telling you one thing and you know maybe your other friend is going through something. Um, but regardless if they did something that was unkind and that was not okay, um it is not excusable, right? And so sometimes the best conversations come from holding your friends or the loved ones accountable for their actions but with that being said our last sign which is number 12 is you don't know why you're friends with them and so maybe when your friendship began everything was great and you were inseparable or you just felt like you had such a strong connection right just because you have a history doesn't mean you need to have a future together and I know Lisa mentioned this earlier Um, and so if you feel like you have outgrown a friend and they are no longer a good fit for you and your boundaries, your values don't really align, remember that you are not responsible for others' happiness, only your own. So if, that's, if if something does not feel right, listen to that gut instinct, right? And it's really important to know that this does not mean that you think you're better than somebody else just because you feel like it's no longer a good fit for, for you in regards to their friendship, right? Um, it does not mean that you are you know, belittling them or that, you know, you no longer care for them. But if you feel like you are not aligning with this person and you feel like it's not aligning with your values and this friendship is just kind of met its course, it's really important to know that you can take a step back, right? Yes, and simply yeah. still, you know, care for this person from, afar and from a distance and you don't really have to continue to pursue a friendship and sometimes this is the best thing you can do for yourself to take care of yourself especially if this is a toxic um, friendship where you feel like it's constantly draining it's constantly one-sided you feel like you're not able to be yourself and you feel like just the fit does not work right and I've been there where I've been in a friendship for so many years and I was Mm -hmm. really, really close with this person and possibly even, you know, really considered them my best friend and, you know, you fast forward six years, five years, or how many years that looks like and you realize that you guys are just at a very different place in life and that you really don't align, you don't really have much in common and that your environment, especially with other friendships, are just very different, right? Right. And it's okay to just recognize that, you know, this may not be the friendship for you at this time, and you still care for this person, but you're going to care for this person at a distance. And it's sometimes a difficult decision to make, you know, but it's something that's very necessary, especially if you feel like this is a toxic friendship, and this is something that you have to do for yourself to be able to take care of yourself.
2: Yeah, I've been there... um... A handful of times I'm thinking about this whole episode you know talking about this stuff I'm thinking about three past friendships in particular that I've had to kind of um, for lack of a better term kind of remove that person from my life right and set those boundaries and make those really hard decisions and yeah you know and it's not an easy thing to do right we know that we understand that entirely that you know nothing um, in the realm of having you know these hard sometimes boundary setting or you know kind of um, moving away from someone right maybe whether it's a breakup in an intimate partner relationship or kind of a friend breakup i kind of think about them the same way right that's kind of breaking up with that person sometimes it's not the easiest thing to do but is it ultimately the best um and I, i can speak personally i know that you know those few relationships that i chose to you know kind of cut off contact or kind of have conversations and then choose to kind of slowly back up or move away um it's ultimately been the best thing for me right because it's just there was enough there obviously that was just not i think doing either of us any good or any favors right because i just couldn't be that person they needed me to be and vice versa right we just weren't that good fit for each other and so it's really important to know that um, this list that we just gave it's not the entirety of it right there's there could be so many other red flags warning signs of a toxic friendship but before we move into our self-care let's just mention kind of what we can do if we find ourselves in a toxic friendship so first off it's just super important to remember To set your boundaries and not only set them but reinforce them and be really consistent with them if you can hold those boundaries for yourself you know you can kind of make sure that you're saying like listen hey I'm so sorry but you know we talked about this and that's just something that's outside of my boundaries right it gives that person maybe another chance um, you know to kind of make that up to you but then kind of a good warning sign for you right If this person's constantly crossing your boundaries um, it's you know a good moment there to be self-reflective right about if this person is able to respect those boundaries right because you shouldn't feel constantly disrespected in any kind of relationship that you're in um, but also if you know you're trying to kind of just figure out you know if this relationship is good for me or not maybe you're kind of in this weird phase right like you love hanging out with this person sometimes you guys have a lot of fun together but there's these little kind of like yuck moments going on that you're kind of starting to be self-reflective about um, it's a really good idea to get a second opinion sort of speak right so maybe other friends and family can perhaps point out maybe some toxic traits or red flags that you haven't noticed or brushed under the rug or maybe even some of those toxic traits like we said that you've kind of absorbed from that person right from spending that time lastly if you do need to just get out of a toxic friendship maybe you're sitting back and thinking like whoa this has gone way far enough this episode or hearing this list was you know super validating for me to kind of realize that this is really something I need to take a step back from maybe you're starting to have that natural backup process, right? Maybe you are kind of doing a couple things we mentioned throughout the episode, right? Making excuses or making up little lies like, oh, I can't hang out with you. And, you know, feeling like you have to kind of distance yourself. You're not comfortable spending that time. Um, You know, if that's starting to happen, maybe just saying something to them, like, you know, I know you're noticing that we aren't spending as much time together lately. And to be honest, I'm just going down a different path at this point. You know, maybe I appreciate the friendship we had, but I just don't see us being able to really spend as much time together in the future, right? And that, yeah, could sound like a lot easier said than done, right? But it's really just important that you just can speak to how you feel. And at the end of the day, like that's what's most important, right? Is you saying what you need to say, setting the boundaries you need to set and moving forward and having the relationships that do make you feel the best, right? And so this may be really hard conversation, Um, you know, someone really toxic may, kind of combat that right if you say something like that to them they may get super defensive get super attacking right or just get you know kind of cold with you or make you feel bad about doing that but at the end of the day like think about that too right if if that's really going to be the ultimate end is them you know kind of coming after you because you're trying to set better boundaries for yourself that's really something to keep in mind as well right because again a healthy friend you may not be in this situation with to begin with, but if you're setting boundaries with a healthy friend, as challenging as that conversation may be, they're ultimately going to respect you, right? And those boundaries that you're setting in place. So yeah, just remember you have to do what's best for you. Um, And this is something maybe we can even come back to, right? Maybe we can kind of do an episode on like friendship breakups or something like that. I think that could be, you know, a really good conversation to have as well. But again, just remember like what is best for you. Uh, And you know, if you're in, these unhealthy friendships, then really you're kind of not taking opportunity or not giving yourself opportunity to find more better friendship fits for you, right? And people that Mm -hmm. will make you feel supported. Yeah. And I think I just wanted to quickly highlight this because when I think about toxic friendships, right? um,
1: And I think a question you may be asking yourself is like, how do I know if You know i'm starting off a friendship how do i know if this is going to be a toxic friendship and i clearly remember this advice that my mom gave me in middle school and i remember when she said it to me i was like okay whatever mom in my mind right and say that out loud because i would have gotten in trouble but (laughs) um i was like okay mom right um but now i feel like as an adult i'm constantly thinking about this and it's like you know when you're building a friendship really look at that person and the type of relationships that they have and how they behave in those relationships right Mm -hmm. and so if you are trying to build a relationship with someone a friendship specifically and you see that they are they already have some of these toxic traits that we discussed right during this episode that is a clear kind of warning sign that this person most likely will treat you the same right or this person Possibly does not know what a healthy relationship looks like, right? So if you see that they're demanding with their other friends, right? And they don't compromise and they're gossiping or they tend to not be able to be able to have like conflict resolution in a healthy way or handle that in a healthy way right those are some clear warning signs that this may not be a healthy relationship for you to begin or start with that person and so I just think it's something important to kind of be mindful of and have in mind if you are trying to build a relationship with someone specifically a friendship and you are trying to figure out is this person going to be a good fit because that's something I think about in my as an adult now you know where I'm like hey my person time is limited. I don't always just give my personal time to anyone. And so there's times yeah. where I have, you know, other moms that are have similar lives or a a similar life to my life and they're wanting to build a friendship or they're wanting to hang out and I'm asking myself is this person going to be the right fit you know as a friend do I really want to build a friendship with this person because when I commit to a friendship or I commit to someone I commit right and so sometimes I take a look at some of the warning signs that we talked about or I take a look at some of the traits that are important to me in a friendship and I kind of look at the friendships that they have already and I'm like hey is this going to work or is this going to be someone that I want to surround myself with and I think it's okay to ask yourself that right because I feel like that's a way of you validating yourself also kind of setting those personal boundaries for yourself and in a friendship in advance absolutely
0: Yeah, I just want to add something real quick before we go into the mindfulness activity for today. It's just that it takes time to, you know, learn how to be a good friend. And sometimes having those conversations where it's like, you know, I can't be your friend because you're doing X, Y, and Z. It can also be helpful for the other person because maybe they didn't know that they were being bad friends or that those things that they were doing were bad. So in a way, you know, you telling, you know, setting those boundaries and letting that person know can kind of help that person kind of, you know, self-reflect and maybe change some of those traits right and um,
2: grow yeah yeah
0: because i feel like that's where i've learned to be I consider myself a good friend by being told what i've been doing wrong in the past and i've kind of mm-hmm. wanted to change those certain traits where i'm like oh i don't want to i don't want to be like that you know like and I, I didn't know that i was doing that type of stuff sure. so just kind of and like now i feel like i have a solid friend group and it's because we do have those awkward conversations those things where maybe i'm doing something that i shouldn't be doing or maybe i'm not expressing myself in the right way and we do have these weird conversations but it just gets a little easier where it's like they're not as awkward as before and we know that we talk about it and we kind of work through it and we're still friends like i don't have to worry about them not being my friend anymore because i know that we're just to that level where it's it's a solid friendship you know we could talk about these tough issues and work through it and just become better people
2: there's transparency there, right? And healthy, open communication and transparency. And yeah, absolutely, right? Of course, that's gonna ultimately lead to better connection. I love that,
1: Miguel, and I totally agree.
0: Okay, so for today's uh, meditation activity, we're gonna be doing a special place guided imagery. This guided imagery helps you visualize and visit your own personal special place in your mind's eye. As you walk through this guided imagery, you can experience the calmness and security you feel in this place. You can then focus your mind's eye on visiting this safe place and returning to those calm, safe feelings whenever it's helpful in your life. So we're going to start by getting comfortable. And if you're sitting down, laying down, whatever, whatever feels comfortable for you so just relax. You can close your eyes and just start breathing like you would normally breathe and start by noticing your breath. Focus on filling your belly when you inhale and notice it empty on your exhale. Scan your body while continuing to focus on your breathing. Allow any tension or discomfort to dissolve with your next few exhales. While you continue to breathe, allow your mind to take you to a safe, comfortable place. Just allow this to happen. The place may be familiar. The place may be new. If you see or hear something that makes you uncomfortable, just go ahead and change the image. When you find yourself in this special place, take a few moments to notice what you see. Look around. Are you inside? Are you outside? What surrounds you? Also notice what you hear. If you're outside, notice if you hear water or animals. If you're inside, notice what sounds are in this place. Now take a moment and notice how this place feels. Is it warm? Is it cool? What kind of surface are you sitting or laying on? What are the textures of clothing you are wearing? What does your body feel in this place? Take a moment to notice if there are any tastes and smells in this place. Perhaps there's a smell of grass if you're outdoors, or something cooking if you're indoors. Now take a few moments and just be totally present in this safe place. Notice all of your senses in whatever way is comfortable for you. As you are in this place, notice that something that has that was hidden before catches your attention. It could be a sound. An image. An object. Or a feeling. Remember that this is a place you can visit whenever you, you need to feel safe. All you need to do is take a few deep breaths and think about this place. Begin to become aware of your surface you are sitting or laying on and notice your breathing returning to normal and open your eyes whenever you're ready.
1: Thank you, Miguel. That was such a lovely guided meditation. I think it really allowed me to create a detailed image in mind where I could really kind of be present in the moment. So. Thank you so much, and we hope all our listeners enjoyed that little piece of self care um, that we provide within, you know, all our podcast episodes. And so, in regards to today's topic, we will have some resources below on this specific topic. So, we just want to thank you all for joining us today and being part of this important conversation. Just like Lisa mentioned, we may have to, you know, come back to this topic and talk about what toxic, you know, relationship breakups look like. And we hope you will all join us for our next One Conversation episode.